It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Listen, put me in the parking lot, you know, um, with bears and I'll go out there and play. It don't matter. You are locked on Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Every single day. Zach Blackerby, Michael Pappas, how are you, buddy? Doing great, Zach. Doing great. How are you this morning? I'm doing well, man. I am doing well. We have a loaded show for you guys today. We're going to talk about what Malzahn said about his team yesterday, a little bit about South Carolina, but mostly uh, talking about his team and and kind of the roles that they're playing within the offensive defense and really just kind of an update on injuries there. Uh, I think they're finally getting healthy. Also, we'll do our weekly Wednesday segment where we talk about the top individual matchups for Saturday's games uh, or uh, Saturday's game, excuse me, between Auburn and South Carolina. You guys seem to really enjoy that, so we will circle back to that. And also, um, somebody wrote a really dumb article. Like, really dumb. The dumbest. Would you agree that I'm describing that correctly? Yeah, it's really bad. Yeah, so we'll, we'll make sure um, we give that all the attention that it deserves. Uh, today's show brought to you by our great friends at Fetch Me Home Delivery. Their, uh, their specials this week when you use pr- uh, promo code 10OFF, 10OFF, to Niffers, Royal Donor, and uh, Takoyaki Asian Fusion. Um, I use Fetch Me every single weekend, at least once, and I absolutely love Fetch Me. Michael, you use Fetch Me as well, and um, they're also super invested in the Auburn No Blackie community. They're the only truly local food delivery service in uh, in in the Auburn Opelika and Lee County area. They are Auburn people. They are Auburn graduates, and they want to give back. So they're uh, they're partaking in the Beat Bama Food Drive campaign. It's starting to get some traction. You know, I, I talked to them earlier in the week. People are donating, and I think that is awesome. It's super easy to add a dollar to five dollars um, to your order, and all that extra money will go to uh, the Bama Food Drive. Goes to um, a great, great cause, and they're going to match all of it once it's done. So, I mean, you talk about making an impact. I think that's awesome. So, download the free Fetch Me app. It's new and improved. Or go to FetchMeDelivery.com, and you also can uh, use promo code Zach twenty Z A C two zero for your first delivery free. All right, Pappas, Gus talked to the media yesterday, opened up saying a lot of cliche stuff. I think my favorite thing about the whole press conference was his second sentence. 
And he talked about South Carolina is coming off a very impressive road win in our league. They played Vanderbilt last week. Yeah, I saw some people uh, on Twitter making the uh, the same, I guess, point. I-, I guess in Gus's defense, they did win by like five touchdowns. Sure. They, I mean, they they did spank them. A and M had a lot of trouble with that Vanderbilt team. Yeah, man. I don't know. There's a chance it's just like this all year, and we like never learn anything about any of these teams. And we're just like, what? What did we just watch for ten weeks? <laughs> Yeah, let's see. He uh, he was asked about the defensive secondary. He talked about um, you know Pritchett and Smoke and Sherwood. They uh, you know they stayed in there. I think pretty much. I think they were in every defensive snap. He talked about how Domeo was expected to practice yesterday. Um, he talked about Jalen Simpson should be ready this weekend. He uh, he practiced yesterday or was expected to practice yesterday. And then he said he expects all of his guys out there at practice, other than KJ Britt. So I think that's a great sign. He kind of said, and we'll, we'll see what that means later in the week, something to that extent. So I, I think just because they're out there practicing doesn't mean they'll necessarily be ready for Saturday. But he said all of his guys, so you got to think Sean Shivers and Eli Stove and some of those other guys that we've been like, where are they? Is Troxel back as well? What does that do for the offensive line? Uh, I, think, um, I think these are all good things. It's just going to add more questions as far as personnel goes. Is there anyone on the team who's not his guy? I think we'll find that out over the next few days then, right? <laughs> I mean, this is this is some key information. I need to know like pretty much now who's not practicing. Right. It's like, oh, Eli's so not your guy. Not his guy. Yeah, Eli's yeah. been there eight years and he's not your guy yet, Gus. What's going on? Exactly. This is what I need to know. <laughs> um, he thinks Chad Morris is learning his guys better and will expect the offense to do better in the red zone. I think Josh Vitale, friend of the program of the Montgomery Advertiser, asked him about red zone trips, which is interesting, and I really kind of wanted to hone in on that because we had a few questions and comments in our listener line, 205-502-4285, about stalling in the red zone, so I I figured that was worth putting that in there. Now, does Chad Morris have the same guys as Gus, or are they different guys? Um, I think all of Chad's guys are just the tight ends. Okay. Now, are those Gus's guys? Are Uh, they practicing? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think Brandon Frazier's practicing, so there's that. He's not playing anyway. Breaking news, Brandon Frazier is not Gus Malzahn's guy. Wow. I'm glad we got wow. there. He gave Zacoby McLean and Owen Papo some love at the linebacker position. He talked about the linebackers also playing special teams and how they're getting a lot of looks and a lot of reps, and he wanted to commend his guys for all the work that they are doing in different phases of the game. And really, man, that's all I got out of watching that 21-minute press conference yesterday. And that really wasn't that good of stuff. I just think those were the highlights. Yeah, I mean, it happens. Typical <laughs> Gus Mel's on presser, so that's okay. Arkansas week, or not Arkansas week, coming off an Arkansas win, going into South Carolina. It's just, it's not the glamorous part of the season, you know what I mean? That's true. You are exactly right. I think next week has the potential to be wild, though. Given really? The, yeah, given Lane some love. And I think he's really going to talk up that offense. I think he's going to gush about it. And I mean, then, and then we can circle back to Kirby Smart's comments from a few weeks, or yeah, from two weeks ago, saying that, like Gus just says that about everybody, and I'll be like, yeah, okay, <laughs> maybe you're right. <laughs> it's so petty. Why do they? They all do it. Why is all of a sudden that a big deal? I don't know. I think it's hilarious. Hey, uh, Bill Go makes you the best 
at whatever you do, including podcasts. If you're listening today and you're like, man, Zach, you sound great. It's because I uh, I used to build Go this morning. They're easy, like one and a half ounce packages. And I was kind of skeptical about the consistency of this gel. Like what is a protein gel? Um, It's great. (laughs) It's delicious. Um, It's the best workout gel on the market. It's like a five-hour energy, but you don't really feel that crash feeling. You actually don't even feel like the escalation. You just realize like, oh, I'm in a really, really good mood. So right now they have three delicious flavors. I'm going to be honest with you. I've only tried the peanut butter honey because I don't like uh, the others are chocolate coconut and chocolate mint. Not a mint fan, not a coconut fan, but the peanut butter honey is great. It is, it is fantastic. And so uh, they, they combine energy gel with, with collagen protein, all the good stuff. Built Go is loaded with uh, things to uh, ignite your work with like beta alanine, B3, honey, and a kick of caffeine, all kinds of good stuff. So head over to BuiltGo.com and use promo code LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D, and you will get 30% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED for 30% off at BuiltGo.com. Let's go. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. All right, Pappas. I said this to you yesterday. The headline, and I want you uh, Try to think back to when you read this, uh, when I sent it to you. The headline is from Saturday Down South. Neil Blackman wrote it. The headline, Auburn football. Is it time for Gus Malzahn to consider benching Bo Nix? Instant takeaway is what? Uh, w- when I read this, my first thought was the entire article should just be no. <laughs> that was it. Should have just been like a big old troll job that like, gets you to click on it because the headline's so stupid and then the entire article is just one word well he never really makes a point and i think he tries to so i'm gonna read some of it here's how it starts let's be clear love articles that start with just let's be clear you're writing an article you're writing a story why would it not be clear if you're neil neil write a story you don't have to clarify to be clear whatever let's be clear neil Auburn doesn't have a quarterback controversy. It's Bo Nix's show. The question for Gus Malzahn and Chad Morris is whether Auburn should have one. Nix, the five-star recruit with Auburn legend bloodlines, surprised many when he won the job last fall over the more experienced options like Joey Gatewood, who eventually transferred to Kentucky. Talks about rewarding Gus Malzahn for the you know a, a solid freshman season. And then uh, talks about bringing in Chad Morris is going to be great. And then he says, early returns aren't promising. Through three games in 2020, Nix's completion percentage has dipped a percentage point from 58% to 57. His yards per attempt have slipped from below the national average 6.7 to a poor 6.3. And for all the talks about his legs, 
Knicks has managed just 2.8 yards per rush attempt early in 2020, down a yard from his freshman campaign. Rumors of improved accuracy from fall camp appear misplaced. Per Stat Solutions, Knicks is 6 for 17 for 96 yards and a touchdown and an interception on intermediate throws of 10 to 20 yards. In the SEC, only Vanderbilt freshman Ken Seals has been worse. Morris appears to be doing little to help Knicks. And so it goes on and on talking about different schemes and, you know, different ways that they're struggling. And then it talks about different quarterbacks that they could go with. And obviously the, they're going to talk about Grant Loy, who's experienced. Then they say there's a talented true freshman in Chael Garnett. It's no, Chael, excuse me, Chael Garnett. Three star out of Lakeland, a football factory. Um, there are two preferred walk-ons with big arms. The first is Sawyer Pate, whom we love here. Um, the other traded Lindsay. And then finally, perhaps the most intriguing, there's Kayla Newton. So, uh, I mean, the way he writes the article is, I think he says it's more of a Morris issue than Bo Nix. That's, when I read that, it's just like, oh, Chad's not helping Bo at all. That's, that's what I got out of reading this. Uh, yeah, what I got out of reading this is that um, whatever this guy's name is, like... Neil. It, Neil Blackman. Is, it's just a big dime dumb dumb. I mean, he, he cherry picks, but like two and a half statistics to prove his point, and then says that Gus turned uh, turned the QB situation into one of the deepest positions. Um, when we're talking about a, a transfer from Bowling Green and a transfer from Howard, who doesn't play the position anymore, mm-hmm. um, he says that it was surprising that Bo Nix won the job instead of a more experienced option in Joey Gatewood, who had never played a game. He was just older. Quarterback. He was just a red shirt, right? Um, it, it, I don't know. This was just one of those things that, like, Bo Nix is not the problem. And yeah, from for throws between 10 and 20 yards, he might not have a great success rate, but like he's throwing the ball down the field well. He's throwing the ball really well from zero to 10 yards, and he doesn't have any time to throw. He also has 10 of his passes has, have been dropped this season. Right. Like That's a stupid high number. I think he's and, also doing really well throwing passes over 20 yards. Yeah. Yeah. I... I and, like, I feel like when you watch the offense for, like, I don't know, four plays, and you can pretty much tell, like, oh, okay, the offensive line doesn't block well. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, they're improving. They improved against Arkansas. But, like, did this, like, I, I just, I don't know. The, the idea that the problem is the quarterback. And it's not just in this situation. It happens on, on many football teams all the time. It's like, um, it is just, I, I think it's a huge leap, but in this case, I just think it's dumb. Like I, I think it is very dumb. The idea that you would put Grant Loy in nothing against Grant Loy and, and somehow the offense would get better. I mean, that is, that's what you got to think about, right? Well, I think and, the way he wrote the article, I think he wants Newton in there. Did you get that impression that's what he wanted? Kind, I guess. Also, how dare he lump in another recruited walk-on with our boy Sawyer Pate? Yeah, Trey Lindsay, you're fine. But, like, saw Sawyer Pate's the preferred walk-on of choice. Can we just can we just get that out there? Mm-hmm. I actually think Lindsay has a headset on. I don't know if they've given Sawyer a headset, but that's fine. Whatever. 
whatever. Where's the article about? And they say, finally, and perhaps the most intriguing, there's Kayla Newton. You may have heard of his brother, Cam. Yes, Newton moved to wide receiver when he transferred to Auburn, but Newton was marvelous at quarterback at FCS Howard, where he threw for over 5,000 yards, rushed for over 1,200 yards, and earned the MEAC Freshman of the Year and Player of the Year honors in 2017-18, respectively. While at Howard, Newton orchestrated, orchestrated, that's a good verb. We need to use that more. Newton orchestrated what is currently the largest upset based on point spread in college football history in 2017 when Howard upset UNLV in a game where the Bison were 45-point underdogs. Guys, wanted to hear how well he orchestrated it? Yeah. He, he passed for 140 yards and ran for 189 more. Okay, let's don't let's just let's don't poop on Kalen because we don't like Neil's article here. Okay, I, I'm not pooping on Kalen, but they scored 43 points and he had just over 300 total yards. Like I, I understand the guy's a uh, an athlete, but I don't know. And, and he writes this whole article that's like finally, and then in this paragraph, finally, and maybe most intriguing. And then the last sentence says he may not be an answer at quarterback. What? Right. Yes. Yeah, so, also, like, he had yes. success at an FCS school, mm-hmm. and um, not to be mean, but the players are, I don't know, bigger, stronger, faster, way better at an SEC school. And so let's not make leaps and bounds of, a, of assumptions that this guy who's, you know, coming onto a team from an FCS school is an incredible playmaker. He's also just he he's not playing quarterback here. Also, they tried to put him on the field and he didn't do well. He couldn't block, so they took him out. Right. So I want to hear your responses to this. 205-502-4285. Just did that article. Um a lot of you probably already seen it. It kind of made its rounds around Auburn Twitter and message boards and stuff yesterday. So let us know what you think. All right, in just a moment, the top matchups for Auburn versus South Carolina. Coming up right here on Locked On Auburn. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. All right, top matchups. Michael Pappas, just real quick, though. Coming up tomorrow, there's not a locked-on Gamecocks, or at least an active uh, host there. So, uh, Pappas, you came up with a great idea of, of who to have on for our guest tomorrow. Yes. We're having on Steven Garcia. Um, Former uh, USC quarterback. USC East pumped. quarterback. Yeah, Uh he beat Bama, so I like him. I like him. He became like Iron Man for like three hours on that random Saturday. It was the craziest thing ever. All right, so uh, top matchups for Auburn versus South Carolina. I've got USC wide receiver She Smith versus uh, Auburn corner Roger McCreary. And Gus actually mentioned Smith by name in his press conference yesterday. But you Google you Google this guy, and there's articles that pop up about how he single-handedly carried South Carolina's offense against certain teams uh, throughout this season. So obviously that's going to be a, an emphasis for Auburn to stop 
and I think Roger McCreary is going to be all over him. So I think that's going to be a fun, fun matchup to watch. Michael, you pointed out, uh, I guess it was on Monday's show, that McCreary didn't have his best game of the season by any means last week. I'm looking to see how he bounces back this week in covering Smith. Yeah, I am also. He uh, seems like a guy who is uh, not going to take last week lightly. And so... um, yeah, all right. I- I'm excited to see how he's going to bounce back. I'm excited to see how he's going to um, to fight. South Carolina, their guard, Sedarius Hutcherson. He was named the SEC Offensive Lineman of the Week um, either yesterday or the day before. Uh, I don't know if those come out on Monday or Tuesday, but he is the reigning SEC Offensive Lineman of the Week based on his performance against Vanderbilt last week. So I have him versus... Whichever defensive tackles lined up in front of him on that given play. So Auburn defensive tackle Tyron Truesdale and or Daquan Newkirk. Uh, USC edge defender Aaron Sterling versus whoever plays offensive tackle for Auburn this week. We've seen different guys line up at tackle over the first few games this season. Um, It sounds like Troxel's going to be back, even though I think Alec Jackson did much better last week. I kind of want to see more of him based on what he did last week, but we'll see. And then on the other side, uh, Brandon Council looked really good at right tackle. And I can't stress this enough, this is a Brandon Council podcast. No, nah, that's got to be Bradarius Ham. Um, but this is how this he- is How healthy is he, though? The- how, how, how healthy does he, is, is he going to be this week? I think that's a big, big factor there. You're right. Is he one of Gus Malzahn's guys? <laughs> that's a good point. Um... This was the matchup I was I was waiting for you to say, Zach. Um, How come? Because this is it. I mean, this is a, a position of I don't. How do I how do I put it? Weakness, I guess, would be for Auburn. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and, and you know, South Carolina's got really two guys. There's Aaron Sterling and Kingsley Anikbare. Okay, maybe is how you say his name. I mean, they both. One has eight pressures, one has six. Uh, to put that in context, um, our boys, Wooden and Hall, had six and five last game. Okay. Just saying. Got it. But not yeah, against like Vanderbilt. Said, what? Not against Vanderbilt. Correct. Yeah. Um, well, Kingsley or Enigbare and Sterling, that's on the season. Oh, they've got eight and six. Yeah, gotcha. Um, but th- this is—I mean, we saw the tackles really struggle against some talented pass rushers, rushers from Georgia, and so let's see if they can continue what they were able to do against Arkansas. Also, I'm sorry I uh, missed the last one. Uh, I was reading about the author of uh, that article, Neil Blackman. What'd you find out yeah. about him? Uh, he's a lawyer. Oh, and he apparently covers Florida. And went there twice. Also, people were saying he was stupid in the comments. And I was like, okay, good. Did you find him on Twitter? Uh, I did not, and I have no interest in it. Got it. I mean, when I read an article like that, I'm like, yeah, this is why you cover Florida. Yeah, I'm sure Auburn fans have found it, though. Um, USC corner J.C. Horn versus Auburn wide receiver Seth Williams. Uh, South Carolina's got another corner that they like. Israel Mukuamu, Mukua, Mukuemu. Um, so they've got two corners that 
they feel pretty good about. They're on some uh, NFL draft boards as I was kind of doing uh, doing some of my research last night. So they're kind of projected day three guys in the draft. Um, so can Seth get open? What do they do against Schwartz? I think uh, obviously that's going to be um, – I mean, every week we're probably going to talk about a good corner that Auburn's going up against. And South Carolina's got two pretty good ones. So we've seen what Muschamp is able to do with cornerbacks. We'll see if um, if Seth Williams can kind of get back to where he was week one. We'll also see how healthy he looks on Saturday. Still kind of hearing some stuff about his lower back. So hopefully that um, works itself out. Yeah, Mukuamu has played 57 coverage snaps has only been targeted six times. Wow. All six for catches. Really? But he does have an, wait, but what? It says six targets, six receptions, but one interception. How's that possible? A tip, maybe? I'm not sure. But he has no pass breakups. This is crazy. I don't know. That seems like a mistake, but okay. Um yeah. He he they uh I, I'm much more worried about the South Carolina defense being a, a Will Muschamp defense. Um, they tackle well, and I mean they're gonna they're gonna come out hitting, right? And, and so Auburn's gonna have to uh, have to react. Yeah, I I just hope they run the ball. I hope they come out as like, okay, I know we've got this quarterback that we're really excited about. And they have the best receiving core that they've probably had in the last 10 years or so. But I really, really hope they come out and say, hey, let's just run the football. Let's run a lot of zone and let's let Tank eat because the boy is hungry. You know what I mean? And then Mm -hmm. let that open up the passing game instead of the passing game influencing the run game. That's what I really, really hope happens. I feel like that's not going to happen. But that's what I want mm-hmm. to happen really bad. Yeah, that's that's not going to happen. I mean, we <laughs> we we talked about it the whole off season. We were all so excited. You remember when we were right? having debates with people like this? Bo Nix throw for three thousand yards. You remember that? Now, granted, we got two less games than we thought. So, but uh, still, it's just like, man, how off on this were we? I mean, no, he's still got time. I bet you it, never know. So you, you think he throws for 3,000 yards this year? Do I? Yeah. No. Okay. Just saying, man. Have some faith. But I agree. They should just feed Cartavius. Feed him. Is it weird that that took me a second? Is it weird that that took I me a second? It, so. <laughs> I had forgotten that his name actually isn't Tank. Like, I, I just don't want to act like that's a thing. Like, I want to act like... His mother was like, nope, we're calling him Tank from day one. I, uh, yeah. I just, it's I a just, real letdown. I just like that reality better. <laughs> it's absolutely a letdown. So, um, All right, cool. Yeah, so tomorrow we'll talk all things of South Carolina. And then on Friday we'll talk about some things that we want to see in the matchup against the Gamecocks uh, with Justin Ferguson from the Auburn Observer. Michael, where can people find you, bud? Yeah, follow me on Twitter at CouchPapTato. And um, if you guys have any questions that you want, that you have for Steven Garcia, you can tweet them at us, you can text us, call us. 
Yeah, at 205-502-4285. Yeah, we'd be happy to ask him. We're going to... Email uh, us? Yeah, we're recording at 11 o'clock on Wednesday. So if you are part of the morning crew, which a lot of you are, um, go ahead and get those questions in. We should have we should have mentioned that yesterday. That is on us. Follow me on Twitter at Z Blackaby. Follow the show on Twitter at Locked on Auburn and on Instagram at Auburn Podcast. Also check out the Instagram account Planet Auburn. We'll be back tomorrow. This is Locked on Auburn. It's the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.